If you have a toddler or a preschooler, bedtime is becoming a struggle. If they're taking too long to go down for bedtime, if they're taking too long to even look like they're tired enough to fall asleep, you might be facing the transition time between your child needing a nap and not needing a nap. That might be a sign that your child has outgrown their nap time. On this episode, I'm going to share with you my personal journey with my twins. Now they are almost eight years old, but I'm going to travel back in time to that time when they were transitioning from needing a nap and not needing a nap anymore and how it went because it looked different for both of my twins. Yes, they're twins, and their transition was very different. There were some obvious signs for me that let me know, hey, I don't think you don't need a nap anymore. And there were some other signs that were not as obvious. And I'm going to share them with you on this podcast episode. So at the end of this episode, you will have clarity if the bedtime struggles are because your child is outgrowing their naps or not. My name is Marcela Collier. I am the head coach of HIC Parenting Education Agency. And our mission is to help parents bring peace to their parenting so they can raise emotionally healthy children. Okay, let's go and talk about the episode of this week. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Let's talk about the first obvious sign that children are outgrowing their naps and it's bedtime struggles. When they don't seem sleepy enough at bedtime or when they happily go down for bedtime, they fall asleep, but at 10.30, at 11.30, at 1, they're wide awake and ready to start their day, then that's a very obvious, clear sign that your child might be outgrowing their nap. And that happened to me. I remember with the twins, when they were in that transition period between, hey, maybe you don't need a nap anymore. They were between two and a half and three years old. And one thing that I want to start with is that they did not drop their nap at the same time. Yes, they're twins. They were born the same day, but their sleep requirements change at different rates. That's one thing that I wanted to start with. Don't compare yourself to a really good napper friend or your sister's boy who already is not napping anymore. And how come your three and a half year old still needs naps? We all have different sleep requirements and that every child is different, basically. So it's not about observing benchmarks, but about observing the child. What is the child telling you with their behavior? So... When it came to my twins, yeah, bedtime started getting a little tougher for one of them first and then for the second one. That's a really big sign. 
because it's like us adults. Many of us adults relate that when we take a really good, long, well-rested nap, then our bedtime is kind of like destroyed. Many times I want to go down for a nap and I don't do it because I know that my bedtime would be messed up. So it's the same thing for kids. When their body's asking to have all their sleep requirement hours during the night, then when they do have it during the day, I'm talking about those well-known rested naps, then the bedtime is going to be a struggle. I might sound a little funny. I want to give you a heads up that I have a really, really bad cold. Yesterday I had a fever. So yes, my voice doesn't sound the greatest, but I'm making my perfect effort to bring to you this podcast episode because it's something that I've been getting a lot of questions on DM, especially when it comes to bedtime struggles. My child fights me two hours to go to sleep. How do I get them to go to bed a decent hour? One thing that I want to tell you is that it's not about getting them to go to sleep. It's about finding why they're not feeling tired enough or why they're not calm enough, why they're not winding down and go to sleep. And that's one of the reasons or the biggest reason why I created this episode, because this is a big cause. One of the causes, this is a big one. When children are transitioning from needing naps and not needing naps, bedtime gets messed up. That transition period is usually a really hard time for kids when it comes to adjusting their rhythms, their sleep cycles, and their body signals of when it's time to rest and when it's time to be active. If you want to end bedtime struggles, if you want to have more peace at bedtime, having shorter bedtime, my recommendation is to find the cause first, to not focus so much on getting the child to sleep, but find the cause. Why is it such a struggle first? And then from there, address it. On this episode, we are addressing one of them, the transitions from nap time to non-nap time. There are other causes such as bedtime separation anxiety. There are other causes such as sleep anxiety, sensory related needs that could cause that bedtime struggle. So if you have an older child who is already not napping, or if you say, hey, I don't think the cause for my bedtime struggles is the nap time situation, and you're a sleep-deprived parent looking for the solution to having an easier bedtime, to be 20 minutes, not one hour or two hours, HIC Parenting has a self-paced online workshop called Transforming Bedtime from Chaos to Calm Workshop. This workshop is taught by our HIC Parenting Sleep Consultant and myself, one of our, the parenting coaches here in HIC. Imagine gaining your child's cooperation a lot easier at bedtime and imagine you having your well-deserved break because bedtime took a good decent 15 to 20 minutes and your child just stays in their bed and they went to sleep with no problem. 
I live that process myself with our parenting with understanding system, and I want to provide it for you. To access this workshop, just go to hicparenting.com, go to the workshop tab, and it's there, Transform Bedtime from Chaos to Calm Workshop. Okay, so let's continue with our topic, the hidden signs. We already talked about the obvious sign that your child might be outgrowing their naps. Let's talk about the not so obvious signs, the hidden signs. And I'm going to tell you from my experience, it might not be the same thing that your child is giving you right now. I'm just going to tell you from my experience, how I saw those hidden signs in my twins. So they had different processes. One of them, I remember, I think it was Santi. I remember he used to go happily for a nap. If I offered him a nap, he would go down for a nap. He went down for the nap, but then he took power naps. No more than 20 minutes. He was already up, ready for the day. And then bedtime was a struggle, right? Or I remember he used to fight me for the normal time of the nap, which was every day after lunch. And then at the end of the afternoon, he was so tired that he just fell asleep. But again, it was a power nap of 20 minutes and he used to wake up ready for bedtime struggles <laughs> that night. So that was a very clear sign for me. Like, yeah, Santi might be outgrowing his naps. Yeah, I think I'm already in that transition. With Miguel, the process was a little different because he fought nap time a lot. So he went from naturally going down for a nap to me having to rock him, to fall asleep, to go down for his nap and just staying there. I remember taking me sometimes 20 minutes or more for him to even be tired and go down for his nap. And that's when I saw that this is not working. Maybe he's just not tired. But then there was something that happened with him that if I let him to just be go all the way straight to bedtime, he would be so cranky that bedtime was still a struggle because he was overtired. And overtired children are hyper. They're cranky. They're tantruming. They're crying. They're whining. They're the opposite of relaxed. Overtired children are in high distress, almost meltdown or even meltdown. So it did not work either. So how did I do with these two situations? Well, I met them where they were at. So Santi would happily go down for a nap, but it was a power nap. And then bedtime was a struggle if that power nap was very late in the afternoon. So the way that I adjusted with him was that if he falls asleep anyway later in the afternoon and he doesn't wait for bedtime, then I'm just going to offer him a power nap at the beginning of the afternoon so he can have the rest of the afternoon to be tired and be okay for bedtime. And that was my process. He went from having 20 minute power naps after lunch to 15 minute power naps to not even having power naps anymore. When it came to Miguel, 
he was the one who used to fight me a lot to go down for the nap. So I decided, no, this is not working. I mean, if he is not falling asleep, why am I pushing it? I don't want to push it. So what I did, because he would not even take a power nap later on, he would just go all the way straight to bedtime. And it was a struggle at the end because he was overtired. I moved up his bedtime. Their bedtime, it's always been at eight. I moved it up at 6.30. We started the process and at seven, he was already down. Pretty much, I remember that every time after we were done with dinner, then I remember on that transition period, starting the process for bedtime. I live in sunny Arizona. So many times it was beaming bright at the time that I was trying to start bedtime. I bought a blackout curtains. I closed all the blinds. I made my house a bedtime environment for them, even if outside was not bedtime environment. And that's how I transitioned them from needing a nap or a not needing a nap because that transition is, they still kind of, I can see that you need a nap. You're cranky tired, but you don't need a nap because it's short nap or you find me to go down for a nap. That's the sign that they're transitioning out. They're not all the way at the other side, but they're transitioning out of needing naps. So it is a matter for me, at least, it was a matter of adjusting nap time schedule, adjusting bedtime schedule. And then the other thing that I started seeing is that the wake up time the next day started getting a little wonky as well. So remember I said I started moving up bedtime? Well, 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> ready to start playing, ready for the day. And me, not so, 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 so much. <laughs> me, very tired, sleep deprived. For me, waking me up at 4.30, oh my gosh, I remember that time. So that was the situation. If you kind of fix one end, the other end gets wonky. And one thing that I want to tell you, no transition is perfect. Transitions are, for the most part, messy, especially if we're talking about developmental transitions like this. This is a developmental transition or party training. That's another developmental transition. Developmental transitions are messy. Anyway, you slice it. So the morning got messed up. So I started moving as they got adjusted with the bedtime and the nap time situation. I started adjusting back bedtime to not be 6.30, but to be 7.30. Eventually they went back to 8 p.m. Now they're seven years old and they sleep through the night. Very rarely they wake up at 4.30 unless they're sick. So if you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, I want to tell you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. When your child is seven, eight, 12 years old, they're not going to stay like that forever. That's what I'm trying to say. This is temporal. Even if it seems to you like, oh, my child will never sleep well. They will always find me for bedtime. They won't. They adjust. Now we can do things to help them adjust a lot easier and a lot faster when we understand those underlying causes. And that's why 
if you want to learn about how to make bedtime a lot easier, our Transform Bedtime from Chaos to Calm workshop is the step-by-step to take you there, the professional guidance, the roadmap to take you there. What I want you to take with you here is that you are doing awesome. You are a good parent because nap time is a little wonky or bedtime is a little wonky. That does not mean that you are not doing great things, that you are not a good parent. It's just part of developmental transitions our children go through. This is where they are at right now at their age. If this podcast episode helped you in some way gain some clarity about your child's nap time pattern or if they're ready to transition out of their nap time or not, if our podcast in general has helped you in any area of your parenting, would you leave us a positive review, please? That helps us so much. It encourages me to create more content, more episodes for you, and it helps the algorithm recommend this podcast to other parents who are needing parenting with understanding wisdom every single week. Remember to follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube at Heimfeld Club, and it only takes understanding of yourself and of your children to transform your parenting. That's Parenting with Understanding. I'll see you next time. Bye.